Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mums That Meet podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Tess. Me and Tess talk about the importance of taking time out for yourself and how it helps with your identity, why you shouldn't feel guilty for making time for yourself and the positive effect of affirmations and manifestations. Thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you enjoy it. For joining me today. You're welcome. Would you like to give everyone a little intro on who you are? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Tess. I'm 32. Um, I am mummy to seven kids, including um, identical twins. Um, Definitely wasn't the plan to have seven, but uh, (laughs) after five and my husband was booked in for a vasectomy, we, uh, well, I fell pregnant with twins on the pill. Um, But it is, it's it's a lot, I know, (laughs) just my luck to have two more, but obviously we love it. Wouldn't change it for the world. It's nonstop. Um, but yeah, we live in Bournemouth, um, just a very big, crazy, busy family. Oh, and like, honestly, you've got a beautiful family. Oh, and thank you. Obviously, me and you met like last year at that at Chantel's um, Multiples event and it felt like yeah. we just clicked straight away. Yeah, definitely. It literally was like on a similar journey, I guess. And um, yeah. So I'm so glad that you've come on the podcast because I feel like even talking to you, I felt so free. So can't Aww. wait for everyone to actually hear like your journey and everything that you've been through. Yeah. Um, so obviously, if I start going back to the beginning, so you um, said you have seven kids. So did you yeah. always want to be a mum? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, literally from I remember being like seven or eight and saying to my mum, at the time I just want such a big family when I'm older all I want to do is have a baby and she's like don't talk about that now you're like eight (laughs) um but yeah I just was so maternal like I had any baby that I saw when I was younger like growing up I would just want to hold I was just always knew I wanted to be a mum from a young age yeah yeah oh that's good so I guess I mean every pregnancy is different but what was it like when you first found out you was going to be a mum so when I first found out I was going to be a mum I was 17 oh wow um, just 17 so I was really young um I failed contraception again quite a new boyfriend still current husband now oh, that's um <laughs> yeah so yeah I was just I was over the moon don't get me like I was so excited yeah um, but it was quite a tough time my mum was battling cancer at the time so oh, wow. it was really bad timing um but she was so supportive and just finding out I think I was sat in McDonald's toilet um, I was babysitting my toddler nephew at the time and I just yeah. couldn't believe it I think I just went into shock like I was just so shocked um, that I was actually pregnant but at the same time so like overwhelmingly excited like, I just couldn't believe I was going to be a mum oh that's lovely um so what would you say I know the thing is I guess how how has all your pregnancies been have they all been terrible oh really really? yeah they've all I've had preeclampsia with all of them except the twins obviously they came super early um from about 32 weeks onwards I've had complications with the first five um preeclampsia with all of them um my waters went really early on or were leaking with I think three of them it was just literally horrendous pregnancies hyperemesis like you name it I had it it was just awful oh wow yeah, so with the twins, I went into labour at 23, or no, just shy of, yeah, just shy of 24 weeks. Oh, wow. Um, and thankfully, they managed to hold it off with drugs till 30 weeks. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the main reasons. I mean, obviously, five was enough anyway, but one of the main reasons, because my pregnancies had all been so high risk. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd had five premature babies already, so we were like, no, we're done. And then obviously, smack, I've got a twin pregnancy, super high 
complicated, like high risk. So yeah, they've wow. all just been, I can't say I've really enjoyed any of my pregnancies. Wow. So obviously when you first have a child, you have to adjust to motherhood, but then every time you've had a new child, have you had to like yeah. readjust again to motherhood and like, I guess, having an, an extra child to your routine? Definitely. I mean, obviously when you've got your first baby, I think it's just natural. You're so over the top with everything. You're so like, worried and anxious about every little thing are you doing things right so I think I was very much like that with my first yeah and then kind of with each subsequent subsequent child I got less and less like got more and more chilled out if you like and yeah kind of just slotted in and when the twins came I think I was so worried about how we would adapt going from like a family of seven to family of nine and just obviously two of it like two more babies but they just slotted in so well from day one Um, so I think you do just adapt don't you like if someone had told me when I was young you're gonna have seven kids I just never would have believed it in a million years like I just would have thought how on earth would I ever cope with seven but you just do yeah and I guess that's the amazing things about mums we just kind of get on with it we make yeah. it work no matter the scenario. Like I said, if you just told it, you'd be like, oh, hell no, I can't do it. Yeah, that. hell no. <laughs> but you do it. So, yeah, no, that's good. It's hard work, don't get me wrong. But don't have a choice. Have to get up so and get on with the day. Is, what would you say is your biggest challenge with motherhood? Probably the washing, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, I think, no, I think it is the workload because I love motherhood. Like, I love taking them out. Like, I love being a mum but it's with all the work that comes with it because it's like it's great having a fun day out but then you come home and then you've got all the washing you've got the cleaning the tidying the food shopping the pack lunch it's just never ending like it's literally never ending yeah yeah I can imagine so like I said me and you met at the event last year and the biggest thing that we kind of connected on was like we both kind of felt that we we lost our identity through motherhood so talk to Mm -hmm. me about like how that was for you and let people know obviously I already know but yeah maybe let them know yeah, what sure. like for you. Yeah so I think I always kind of worked full-time up until um, I had I think I was still working full-time in between the first four kids um, yes. at the same place and it was very much like I loved my job and I had the kids and then it kind of went down to part-time and that was fine and I think it was only after I had the fifth um, yeah. I kind of had to stop working um because she was high really high risk pregnancy and I think the whole not working thing really affected me firstly because I was so yeah. used to kind of having that slight independence if you like go off to work make money like still be a mum and I loved it um and then yeah. I did do like a few self-employed bits and pieces but that was kind of from home it wasn't away from the house yeah, so I kind yeah. of fell into that role of obviously a role of motherhood anyway but you know just being mum and that's what I felt for quite a few years was like, oh, I'm just mum now. Like, what have I got going for me? Like, I didn't do any hobbies. Um, I spent years struggling with um, my weight and like bulimia and stuff like that. So wow. I kind of fell into a bit of a pit, really. And kind of I did definitely feel like I lost my identity for a good few years. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think it was only when I had the twins, my husband's always been pushing me, like, go out and start a hobby or go to the gym or do like just do something for you. And yeah. I thought, you know what, I am like, I really need to just like, I've got such a busy ho- like home life. I need to just get away, whether it's even just like a half hour walk on my own or going yeah. to just do something for me, like get my hair done, which sounds so stupid. But when you're so busy, nonstop being a mum, just having yeah. a little pamper session, even if it's like every few months, is so exciting. Honestly, um, it is, it is. But I just feel like, yeah, it's so important for us mums to take time out 
for us and like to be us and not just mum like yeah, I've started yeah. to go, I go on holiday for a year now like once a year with my girls just not oh, the kids that. as in with my girlfriends yeah, um, yeah and I know obviously a lot aren't so lucky like a lot of husbands wouldn't have the kids for a week while you jet off on holiday but I just feel like even not so much holidays just anything where you're not just in that mother role if you like just having that time to just reflect or just gather your thoughts and even sitting in like Audi car park for half an hour like (laughs) rejuvenates me um but yeah I just feel like it's so so hard to kind of oh it's so easy to fall into just being mum and yeah it's so hard to get out of as well because you do lose you feel like you lost yourself a little bit yeah um so but I I've just felt so much better the last I mean how old are the twins they're going to be three next month and I really have done a not a lot for myself where I'm being selfish but just like I said little things like going out for a walk or just kind of maybe having an evening out with friends or even just going to a friend's house and things or get my nails done you know um it's just really important to make sure you spend some time focusing on your own well-being if that makes sense yeah it does and I feel like like you said, like it doesn't have to be anything big, but I think too no. many times as mums, we just kind of push it off like it is a luxury, like, oh, I just don't have time. But I feel like you really do have to force that time because eventually yeah, definitely. It, you're probably going to, you're going to end up breaking down and then it's going to affect the kids and then it's like a vicious cycle really, isn't it? So Exactly. I feel like when I don't get a break, I mean, it's not often, I'm not talking about I'm going out every day, but it's maybe like once yeah. a week, I'll just have that time for me. And I feel like if I don't get that time, there's been times, say, my husband's been working, so I haven't been able to, like, have any time for a couple of weeks. And I feel so stressed. Like, I take it out on the kids and it's just, yeah, as soon as I get that little break or just a little bit of me time, I just feel refreshed and, like, ready to go and tackle the tribe. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So what advice would you give to maybe a mum that's out there that they're, like, they're not taking no time out for themselves and they want to start? Like, what would be your tip for them? I would just say maybe start small. I know a lot of mums, especially new or like first mums, yeah. feel guilty, that massive mum guilt of leaving their baby or child with anyone yeah, yeah. it's like their husband. Um, but all I would say is just take a little bit of time, even if it's like every couple of weeks, even literally a walk around the block or around your local park on your own without kind of just detaching yourself from being a mum for even half an hour would just yeah. give you that time to think like you're, you're getting time for you just it's so important like the difference I've noticed in myself since I've started making time for me is phenomenal like literally that's the only bit of advice I can really get give you to make that time for yourself as well because you deserve yeah. it yeah and I guess and, and another thing that I know you've been through is obviously pushing to take the time out for yourself but also going on that self-love journey and like oh loving gosh, yourself yeah. again and all that stuff and like I guess that's also another thing. It's not just even taking the time out for yourself to relax. It's also taking the time out for yourself so you can kind of look at your situation, maybe even accept it and like, yeah, definitely, you know, do some things to kind of help you move forward with that. Yeah. What what has that been like for you? Like that whole self-love journey? Wow. It's been a, a massive journey for me. I would say I was trapped in kind of eating disorders and dieting, bulimia and stuff for about 20 years. Like I started dieting when I was 10 Okay, wow. I found some journals recently at my mum's house of when I was 10 years old and with my yeah. weight every week written down. And yeah. it kind of stemmed from that into full-blown like bulimia, like not eating, binge eating, like you name it, like I've done every diet. 
Um, and I spent years just hating myself. Like people would say, oh, but you're like, you're really attractive and like you've got a good figure. But no matter how many times someone tells you that, if you haven't accepted yourself, like it won't change anything. Yeah, um, yeah true. And I just thought I was going to be trapped in it forever. And I might be outwardly of being smiling and happy and confident, but I was literally dying inside. Yeah. Um, and it was only when I came across a, a couple of really amazing um, women on Instagram that were really yeah. promoting the whole like self-acceptance, self-love stuff. I just broke down. I saw one particular post and I just absolutely broke down sobbing, thinking I want Aww. that. Like, I just want to be free of this. And I think it was from that day forward, I literally just started making baby steps. Like yeah. I started reading books and watching YouTube videos on self-love and it took a good couple of years to kind of get to a place of self-acceptance. Yeah. Um, but even now, like I've had struggles like the last few months since lockdown, I've kind of fallen a bit back into that old negative thinking and it's not going to be plain sailing always. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be a look, journey, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Like when I look about three, four years ago where I was to now, like, oh, happily just, like, going to the sea with my kids and playing a bikini with all my jelly belly hanging out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've come such a long way and it's so freeing. Like, it is so freeing accepting yourself and just living your life instead of thinking, oh, once I've lost this amount of weight or once I get to that size, that's when I'll start living my life. Because I tell you, it doesn't work. Like, you'll just spend your whole life wasting it from focusing on unrealistic goals. It's true. It's true. And like you said, you said you've seen someone else on Instagram, but I feel like your Instagram for me is what you saw. I love that you're so oh, open and honest. You. Not even just your body, but the reality of like what it's like having not even just seven kids, kids in general, because they just turn the house upside down. <laughs> I think what it was is that I used to be very much like one of the ones on social media where it's like, oh, look at me and my perfect life. And it was all just a load of rubbish. And yeah, I like literally it was so false. It was tiring to keep it up. And I think it was when I started like my self-love journey and stuff, I thought, Do you know what? I'm just going to be real and honest. And the amount of people that just relate to it more, because obviously you log onto Instagram or whatever, or Facebook and you see all these like apparent perfection and it's so easy to compare yeah like that's I still do it now even though I know a lot of it is just literally like the perfection glitzy Instagram posts I'd be like oh that's not fair like oh she's got that and then I have to stop myself I'm like no like it's not reality most of it and I just I just find it again freeing just to be real on there because I know so many other mums and women and and dads and men like they're all going through yeah like their own yeah. struggles and I hope that they can kind of relate to it and think oh I'm not alone like it's not just me in that situation or I'm not the only one with a messy house or can't keep like on top of the washing do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah it's just good to be able to relate yeah and I think like with Instagram sometimes you feel like you've had like the worst day ever like maybe you're questioning yourself even as a parent or whatever and then you go on there and you see someone that's doing amazing and that makes it 10 times worse but exactly and I guess what about you because you you have seven kids I feel like surely you're like a pro in this or do you still get like hiccups where you don't even you don't feel 100% confident pull it this way a few weeks ago on lockdown I was literally rocking in my hallway like I can't do this oh, anymore wow. <laughs> um so I mean I've had one of those stuff. lockdown moments as well don't worry <laughs> I think it's it's I love being a mum like I love the the role of being mum like I obviously adore my kids but on a daily like I'll have a mini meltdown like yeah. that's just reality of having such a big family and the workload it's just non-stop it's just literally non-stop 
Um, so yeah, I definitely, I haven't got it all together. I get people message me all the time on Instagram, like saying, oh, you're super mum. Like, can you give me some advice? And I'm like, honestly, love, like I am really, I'm not, I'm just a normal mum. Yeah. Got all these yeah. kids and I'm just winging it like everyone else. I'm just doing my best. And that's all you can really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. True. And I feel like you do so well, but what it seems, but just try not to be so hard on yourself and just, you know, doing the best that yeah. you can yeah no that's good um so um what type of mum are you would you say and are you type of, are you the type of mum that you expected to be I'm a cool mum I'm joking <laughs> um no my, I always say that to my, <laughs> we all to my older kids that are teenagers I'm like I'm such a cool mum like and they're like no mum you're so cringe like get off TikTok seriously <laughs> I'm I'm so dreading when the twins are gonna do that to me because oh my god I just I'm so scared. I'm scared. Oh no, <laughs> sorry, I forgot the original question. What type of mum am I? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say I'm quite, um, I say chilled and relaxed. I'm obviously uh, there's times where I'm super stressed out, but I like to kind of I don't know, I like to just give them a really fun like. I, I remember from my childhood, like I still to this day hold all the memories I had. And I try and kind of recreate yeah, yeah. that for them, just having loads of fun, quite relaxed. Like I'm very, I would say I'm quite strict at the same time. Like I very much have to be in like a routine, obviously with lockdown, it's all gone a bit to pot, but on a normal uh, week and stuff, like it's strict bedtimes, like this, this straight in order. Cause if they have no routine, it just all falls apart. And I find I get stressed, they get stressed. So I think for me, routine is key with yeah. a big family. So that's quite an important thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm kind of like happy-go-lucky kind of mum, I suppose. Like a good mix of being strict, but also being like the fun mum as well. Yeah. Did you think you would be that type of mum before you? Yeah, I, I did. Because my mum was like that. And I kind of, I, I see myself so much in my mum when she was bringing us up now. Like so much. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, I would say I am the mum that I probably perceived myself to be before I have kids before I had kids yeah, um, yeah pretty much so what would you say is the biggest thing that motherhood's taught you um probably to be selfless because yeah. I think and not that I was ever like a particularly selfish person but obviously as soon as you have a child like everything revolves around them like yeah you don't have time to kind of think of yourself anymore and it obviously ties all in with making time for yourself yeah but I think motherhood has taught me yeah just kind of forgetting about me not in a bad way but just everything focusing all my energy and my love and everything in my life towards them to make sure they have the best yeah and obviously it's yeah. taught me love the different type of love <laughs> yeah 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 it's true it's a love that you can't even explain you can't it? explain no so are you you said you and your husband been together since you were 17 was 17 yeah right? 17 so, yeah so how the hell do you guys find time for each other and we don't yeah. <laughs> uh it's 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 really it's hard I won't lie I mean there's been I think I've been quite open about this on my um social media there's been times I literally hate him I don't want to be with him like his breathing annoys me just like, <laughs> yeah. it's such a roller coaster when you're married or with like a long-term partner yeah um, and I feel like we've done like 15 years now we might as well go the whole hall um but it is it is hard marriage is so hard and I don't think I was ever actually really prepared for marriage because I got married so young I was just 19 oh, wow, um, yeah. and kind of still not mature really had a baby had a one-year-old and 
I just was kind of living in a fairy land, like, oh, married and I've got the dream, baby and a husband. And I just didn't yeah. really, wasn't really prepared, like, mentally um, for the whole marriage thing. But obviously you grow together, there's tough times. Like, I'm glad we haven't thrown the towel in because, I mean, at the moment it's really good. Obviously we know hormones of women can make us see red and be <laughs> yeah. a bit bitchy, a bit being an understatement. Um, but, yeah, no, we, um, we've we have got a really good bond and we are very close. Like we've always, always had a really good friendship and I think yeah. that really holds us and glues us together because we're always able to laugh together. Yeah. Like no matter yeah. how stressful things are, if we get like five minutes on our own, we still like barely laugh. And I feel like that's such a like strong point in a relationship Yeah, where you can have a laugh together. But yeah, it's been a tough ride. I won't lie, but we're happy. Like yeah. it's in, in a different, whole different way. Like our lives are just so manic and busy. Like we don't really have time to, to kind of have all like lovey dovey time and romantic time, but we're, we're good and we're, we're quite tight. Yeah. Like you make it, you do what works for you guys. You just yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, and how had you, I'm guessing your husband's really supportive of like you putting yourself first and taking time out when, oh definitely like he's been the one even all the years that I I wasn't taking time for myself he's like go and do this like go on holiday go away for the weekend go and see a friend like he's always been the one to push me and I think I am really blessed in that department because I know like obviously there are some husbands that don't not don't allow but you know aren't up for having the kids yeah yeah. um so I am quite lucky considering how many kids we've got I mean it's his role as well to be dad but he's so pushes me like go and do this go and kind of like like tonight when I was coming to do this so yeah obviously sit in the car for some peace and quiet but he's like go out after go and have a mooch around the shop like go to asda like don't rush back Um, whether it's just him trying to get rid of me i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he's really supportive in that sense so that's what you want i guess because i guess as mum sometimes we do feel so guilty to actually leave the house so if you feel guilty and you feel like your partner or your husband at home doesn't want you to go as well i don't feel guilty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't ever feel guilty I need that little break every now and then but I know yeah. some mums do suffer with massive mum guilt yeah, um yeah I feel a bit guilty when I go away for a week on holiday but I know they're having fun with their dad so yeah and it's good that you can say that because I, I feel like the reason why you don't feel guilty is because you know that you need it and you know you're going to go back 10 times better exactly and I know that like 95% of my time is focused on like looking after them having fun like making sure they're having a good life you know yeah yeah so yeah no that makes sense that just makes sense so what does I guess you know you said you take time out you might go for a walk here and there and stuff but what does self-care actually look like for you I think self-care for me is more it's not about like physical stuff like getting my hair done now although that's a nice treat for me self-care is 100% having that break mentally yeah like say for example the other morning I went for a walk early morning about seven o'clock along the seafront and it just gives me that time to just have complete peace in my mind because obviously my days are so busy with like mom mom this that like non-stop um self-care for me is 100% having that mental break yeah yeah kind of gathering my thoughts and having time to think yeah that's true that's true and I think it's good because to be fair I, I introduced it as, as yeah you go for walks here and there or stuff but it's true self-care so much more than the actual physical things that you do like a, a pamper session and stuff they are part of self-care but like yeah home. I mean don't get me wrong like obviously as I said I love getting my hair done it feels so nice to just get out child free and get my hair done or or whatnot and actually the last couple of years I think 
I've really started to make more of an effort. Like it's so easy to kind of, when you're in that mum role, to think, oh, what's the point in getting up and getting ready, just leaving my pyjamas or mm, like, yeah. and I was like that for so many years. And obviously there's still days I don't get dressed or don't do my makeup, but I have got into a routine now of getting up like 10 minutes earlier and putting on a bit of makeup and just brushing my hair, um, you know, and just, it makes me feel better and just more alive yeah yeah <laughs> no, I'm a strong believer if you look good you'll feel good and oh yeah definitely mom, sometimes you don't want to accept that because you don't want to like you said you don't want to get dressed you want to yeah. kind of just chill in your pajamas and not do your hair and all that stuff but there's honestly, a lot of days I do just not get dressed and not do anything and not even brush my hair but yeah. I know I feel better when I do kind of get up and make a bit of an effort and just yeah exactly. feel like me more you know because I was before I had kids I was very much like three hours on my hair makeup which is ridiculous but remember oh, wow. I was like 16 <laughs> yeah. um but it does like I I do like to look a bit glam and not just feel like a frumpy mum do you know what I mean yeah yeah do you feel like your confidence has affected your style as well? What, clothes-wise? Yeah, clothes-wise. Oh, my gosh, definitely. Like, for years, I lived in black. I still do. I still wear black way too much. Oh, I love black, though. It's so flattering. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I just love it. But I have, like, branched out more since the last couple of years that I've been kind of on my self-acceptance journey and stuff. Like, I yeah. I used to go into a shop and look at something and think, oh, I love that, but I just it just wouldn't suit me. I'd look so fat. Like, it just would look gross. But now I just be like, do you know what? So I'm going to buy it and I'll wear it. And so I don't care what anyone thinks. Like if I like that, I will, I wear it. Obviously I do shop to suit my body shape, but I'm nowhere near what I used to be. Like I literally used to live in like Chris's t-shirts and baggy like pajama bottoms. (laughs) And to be fair, you do look great in it. It's all in your mind. It's, it's, I feel like no one really ever looks at the person like, oh gosh, why are they wearing that? They think you look good as well, but it's because it's like I a know, exactly. Thing, isn't it's it? all lies of the mind. It's all where you're so easy. I think us women naturally say we look in the mirror, we'll pick apart all the things we don't like instead of. Yeah. This exactly. is actually what one of the, um, this influence, she's amazing on Instagram, she taught me. She said, go into the mirror and she said, you'll feel like a right idiot at first, but say, right Tess you love this or you love this and pick out three points about you and say it out loud to yourself because yeah. for years I was saying oh look at yourself you're so fat you're so this that and it does it starts like it just manifests in Manifest. you and no yeah, wonder we've yeah. got so much like self-hate so I started doing that and I felt like a right idiot at first <laughs> like talking to I think my husband called me once he was like what are you doing I was like no it's a self-love thing you don't don't mind me yeah leave me alone um, <laughs> but it did help and like it felt stupid at first but we are so quick to pull ourselves apart and we should be picking ourselves up especially like us mums that have gone through pregnancy and childbirth like our bodies are a freaking miracle like honestly we should be loving ourselves no so true it's so true what you're saying about what you say to yourself because it's even bigger like than what you look like but when you say things like oh I don't like this or I don't like that it all starts to become real exactly same like, positive affirmations of, exactly I do the same. I, I, I'm like you and sometimes I'll sit there and I'm like I am this and I am yeah. that and you do feel a I am weird, a strong woman I am beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but it does help it does work it's, it's, it's proven to work 100% there's been studies and yeah, um yeah sure. I don't do it so much anymore because I'm at a pretty good place at the moment but um it's still good to do that I still do it like at times when I remember because it's important just to kind of confirms yourself like what you are even if you're not feeling it it's true it's true and yeah and I guess for any mums or women out there that's something to if you're going through what mean tested that's something to definitely do just try talking to yourself 
like how you would talk to your kids I guess we say exactly. to our kids how beautiful they are how amazing they are try it on yourself and let's see what yeah happens. 100% so we're coming to the end of the podcast so at the end of each podcast I like to ask every mum two questions so the first question is what does motherhood mean to you motherhood is basically my life like it's my whole existence like I breathe motherhood every day <laughs> and I just love it and no matter how hard it is like there's times I'll be in tears like I just I just love it like I wouldn't change it for anything yeah, so yeah. I just I just think it's it's just me like I always wanted to be a mom I feel so blessed every day like I count my blessings that I was blessed Aww. with seven beautiful kids um and I definitely don't take it for granted so it is just yeah I just I just love being a mom yeah and I think what's good as well is that because I feel exactly the same like you but I think you know when when you're in that process of like we feel like you've lost your identity sometimes you don't appreciate that but it's nice yeah. to know that like now like for example you like I'm Tess I am a mum and I love being a mum but I am not just the mum I'm also the yeah. other things as well exactly so it is really nice to see that you've come like full circle like that and then the last question is, if you have the whole day to yourself, how are you spending it? Primark. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I either would love, if I ever have a free day, um, I love going for walks. It makes me sound so old. But where we live, there's <laughs> no, so I many walk, walks. Though. Like, so my ideal day without the kids um, would be a long walk along the seafront to clear myself mentally. Then yeah. probably a little mooch around town I mean even Asda does it for me any shop I love to just have a slow a slow mooch without any interruption any nagging kids going hurry up mum I'm bored Um, (laughs) and then maybe a cheeky takeaway in my car I love nothing better than getting a Chinese and literally demolishing it in my car on my own in peace (laughs) honestly there is something lovely about just enjoying a meal without kids being around isn't it Honestly, like I never get to eat a full meal. Like I've always got the twin. It's the twins mostly. Obviously, the older ones aren't nicking off my plate anymore. But yeah, they've yeah. just got two little grubby hands in my plate wherever. Like it's it's true, ridiculous. I've, my twins still, I can force them to have a nap, so I make them have a nap just so I can eat lunch because I feel like that's my thing. I need to eat these. That's around. it. It's, it's so it's so nice just eating and just savoring every mouthful without knowing you're not going to be interrupted. It's true, it's true. But no, that sounds like a lovely day though. It does sound like. You know, you get a chance to actually re- refresh and recoup, but then still have a little bit of fun and, you know, yeah. takeaway and stuff. But no, thank <laughs> you so much, Tess, for joining me on the podcast. I love how, I feel like you've just, you've controlled this and I love how you've just been so honest with us and t- spoke about your self-love journey and, you know, what it's been like to be a mum of seven. Um, oh, you're welcome. It's where been fun can, being on it. Where can everybody find you on social media? Okay, so we are at uh, the Giddings Tribe, and it's just all lowercase, no spaces, the Giddings Tribe, and that is us. Okay, great. I'll I'll add it in the notes as well. I say this all the time. Everyone knows it's going to be there anyway, but I'll add it in the (laughs) notes for anyone as well. But um, yeah, no, honestly, thank you again for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been great. Thank you again to Tess for joining me. Like I said, we met at an event last year and it was actually so refreshing to meet her and actually be able to talk to someone that felt exactly the same way that I felt. So it's so nice to speak to how she's been over the last year and what she's been going through and yeah, her self-love journey and all that stuff. And another thing that I did like is I just love how 
open she is about the her faults as well so even about how you know the last year like for example with lockdown and stuff it's been hard for her to remember the things that she's taught herself about taking time out for yourself and you know practicing self-love but I guess that's the beauty of it because it's not gonna be smooth sailing it's gonna be a journey it's gonna be up and down but the important part is picking yourself up every single time so yeah thank you again Tess the highlight point I wanted to speak about today is self-care and I feel like how we self-care and self-love should I say and how we kind of sometimes I guess belittle them and don't really look at how important they are to us so for example I know we all kind of push self-care into like that small box of like pamper sessions or a long bubble bath or you know those types of things but it's so much more than that and I just wanted to kind of speak about some other things to kind of help us with those with our journey on those types of things so for example the first thing is gratitude like feeling grateful and showing and practicing gratitude every day in your life I think a lot of times we do not we don't appreciate what we have in front of us because we're looking forward to what we want or maybe looking back at what we had and not appreciating what's actually in front of us today and I think gratitude is actually a really important part of self-care and actually just accepting your life and loving your life for what it is and you know those types of things another thing I wanted to say for self-care is literally switching off just having some stillness alone time just with yourself because I think as well another thing obviously we live in a a phone sorry (laughs) we live in a world of social media so our phones are in our hands a lot and we are scrolling on social media and stuff a lot and sometimes we don't even realize because we do it so unconsciously we don't realize that we do it and I think we do need sometimes where you're like no electricals, no technology, just sitting by yourself, just being still, being with your thoughts and really just getting that clarity of your life, of what you want, how you feeling, even to practice gratitude, like, yeah, just really just being still. And even me personally, that's something I, I actually am trying to work on now because I find I do struggle to um, make still my mind. And I think, especially obviously as mums, that's probably why because we are constantly doing things 24 7 so sometimes I find myself if I'm trying to meditate like oh did I think about what I'm doing for lunch (laughs) or something like that so yeah no I think that's that's another thing just making your mind still another thing comparisons stop comparing yourself now I mean these probably don't sound like things that are um directly linked to self-care and self-love but these are mindsets that we need to start getting used to in order to make sure that you know we can love ourselves fully and that we can really take care of our minds because when we focus for example comparing ourselves to other people and those types of things we don't allow ourselves to shine because we're constantly looking at other people even little things like um celebrating your small wins because sometimes we'll get a small win but because it's not as big as the next person we don't appreciate it so all of those small little things it's just important that we we just look back and always just um take advantage of and just really take them in and another thing as well anybody that's toxic in your life or anything that's that is toxic in your life or doesn't make you happy you have to remove it like I think sometimes people don't for example if people have like toxic family members that's probably the hardest one because it's like that's your family member but if somebody in your life is making you not feel good they've got to go and it works with everything so even on social media if you're following certain people 
and they're making you not feel good about yourself and maybe not even on purpose some people like I don't know someone might have a massive house and that seeing that person's massive house is just constantly reminded of you that you don't have a massive house then unfollow or Instagram can even let you mute so you don't have to unfollow so they don't even know just do what's good for you like feed your mind with what it needs like good stuff healthy stuff positive stuff that's why I do push podcasts and stuff so much because that is such a quick and easy way to feed your mind with goodness obviously reading um exercising as well just getting outside into fresh air like we are I guess animals of the nature to a certain extent so when you go out into that fresh air like you breathe in sometimes when I haven't left the house for a while and I go outside and I breathe in fresh air I just feel so free so I think if you can somehow add that even into your day and these are things as well that for example going out in fresh air that's something you can do with your kids obviously I do push taking time out for yourself and that is important don't underestimate it but I also understand that not everyone's circumstances is different so you have to do what works for you so if your only way of getting outside a day is getting outside with the children then do it and take advantage of that and um yeah and obviously lastly don't underestimate the power of taking time out for yourself especially in the places where you if you feel insecure about yourself if you felt like me and Tess that you lost your identity if you feeling overwhelmed like just taking that time out for yourself just allows you to just be you a little bit and just remind yourself of who you are remind yourself to love yourself remind yourself of what you want like just I really don't want anybody to underestimate the power of it by you know just like I said because it can easily be shunned off as like oh yeah pan possession and stuff and don't get me wrong still do all of that because I still will sit there and watch trash tv because I need it (laughs) for me I just like to kind of switch my brain off and sometimes that's how I do that so but yeah ultimately I just don't want people to underestimate the power of taking time out for yourself if you don't do it enough try it if it's for a week if it's for a month obviously not everyone can do it every day so yeah try taking time out for yourself and just see what it can do like for me taking time out my, for myself has been the biggest game changer with my confidence so yeah so if that's just something that you struggle with please do um try the things that I've mentioned and see if they help you also if any of these episodes that you hear if there's anything that you want to speak more in depth about or you know you feel like you know I kind of go through that but I've got no one to talk to or anything like that please do not hesitate to dm me email me um we can set up a call or anything like that I'm I'm really open and I think that's what mums that meet is for me because like I said there was a time where I felt like there was no one to turn to for a certain thing so I do want the platform to be if there's something that you're going through and you want someone to speak to you can turn here and speak to me (laughs) not an expert I may not have the answers but hopefully just even by talking about it it might help you Thank you again for listening and if you enjoyed the episodes please do leave a rating or a review to keep up to date with the platform please follow at mums that me on instagram or you can follow my personal page at silicrystal